0: so welcome everybody to rapture prep podcast today i have a special guest with me and her name is alexa dials and so you may have seen her on tiktok and uh, she is just awesome and god just really brought us together and so we wanted to do a special uh podcast episode today on the rapture and so, as you know, um, with Rapture Prep Podcast, it's, uh, it's a huge deal to, um, to figure out, you know, what, what the rapture is all about. What's God's purpose in the rapture? And when, when is it going to be? And um, do, we, do we prep for it? You know, just, uh, just everything. And so, um, in saying that, I, I just wanted to uh, introduce Alexa Dials. Um, She is on TikTok and um, she has referred herself as the Dirt Lady. Is that right?
1: That is the name that a good old jester gave me with my husband, Jake, because I was always I I started on TikTok in the garden. Um, So I coined they coined me the Dirt Lady and it just stuck.
0: (laughs) Okay, All right. So, yeah, I'm watching your videos. You're you have a green thumb for sure. Um, Yeah
1: luckily uh great gratefully from the father
0: right and so um you know i'm from the city so i was looking at your videos with the gardening and just just everything i'm just like wow i can't wait to get to that level you know um yeah and so you're like a a, the way i see it a mix in between homesteading and prepping what do you what do you say about that yes okay cool so prep
1: better i think is like the i think there's a genre of like prep stutter where it's a mix of all of it okay. and they basically focus more on becoming a producer than a consumer because you can buy all the gadgets and all that and all of your gear but what are do you doing it runs out um you got to be able to produce some stuff so it's kind of that shifting away from like um kind of the prepping into the world mindset and settling more into just a self-sufficient mindset. Um, which I think honestly now that I've done it for a while is where God always intended us to be allowing his grace to provide for us through the work of our hands, just like Adam, um, and Eve after the garden. And it's a really beautiful, uh, cycle that you have with God in producing your own food and all of that. Um, there's definitely a spiritual side to it that I don't think many people realize is there.
0: Yeah. It's, uh, it, it's just amazing. I mean, everything that we see around us, God has chosen to be a part of our lives and a, a system that this uh, world operates on. So, you know, he uses all of it. Everything points back to God from putting right. seeds back to the, into the ground and how they grow and, um, when they grow what to do with everything from uh, you know Jesus gives all these parables about um, you know cutting on the plant so they can uh-huh. cutting off the bad fruit and just all sorts of stuff so yeah I mean it, it's impossible the the Bible says the fool in his heart says there is no God because he's evident everywhere And right. so uh, yeah pruning is what I was thinking about that word is just uh, yeah just lost in my in my mind and so um yeah so I when I first I saw I saw you because we're in the same circles and I saw uh, some of your videos and I'm like man that's really cool and it just seemed like out of nowhere you just started talking about the rapture and just all sorts of stuff and I was like wow look at her go and just all kinds of content and I was just like wait a minute you know she believes the way I believe about yeah a lot of stuff. And I was like, we, uh, and God started being like, okay, y'all need to get together. And so we, uh, we talked about the, the rapture on it's uh, big daddy Alice podcast. And if yep. y'all go check that out, awesome podcast, the panel is amazing. And Alexa is one of the people on the panel. And, um, and I've been on there a few times. It's just great. Al's a, an awesome guy. And, uh, really one of, uh, the first people I've ever saw on the prepping side ever. And so uh, it's just really interesting. To God just drew me to Al. He's got a lot of wisdom. Y'all go check him out um, on TikTok and uh, his podcast on Podbean. And so, but um, I want to uh, talk to Alexa a little bit about um, what what got you focused all of a sudden, you know, kind of out of nowhere on the rapture and end time stuff.
1: Um, well, I've been studying daily for like the last, um, would it be five years now? It was the September, I think it was 27th sign. I could have the date wrong. September 17th. That's what it was. September 17th sign. If you remember a few years back, that was like, um, Virgo, like had Jupiter in the womb and it matched the whole sign in the sky matched up perfectly to the revelation 12 sign. And Um, I was always a Christian, but when that happened, I remember it was kind of my wake up call to where we could be at. And that was also the same year that the solar, the great solar eclipse crossed. And then in another seven years, it was going to cross again the other way and make a perfect X across our country. Um, and that year, I think that was 2017 maybe, or it might've been 19. I think it was 19. Um, that kind of woke me up and I started reading my Bible every day and like really like God like lit me on fire. Um, and I started really studying prophecy. I started getting crazy, um, dreams again. I had dreams when I was little, uh, about coming judgment and those kind of started up again. Um, and God started speaking to me in private and kind of warning me what was coming. Um, and so i've been on that journey for like the last 5 years every day um but it was just recently probably a month ago now when i started putting up content about it i had built this platform um on tiktok through prepping and gardening mainly gardening with a little bit of prepping and every once in a while i would put out a video about god um And one day it was, I had one video I posted because I was doing a study and I came across Acts eight where it talks about Philip being raptured.
0: Right. I remember that video.
1: Yeah. And he's not raptured up to heaven. He's raptured to a different part of the earth. He's like, he's literally moved and transported. And it just, I remember it was like a wait a minute moment because it was like, nice I grew up hearing about the rapture no one ever told me that harpazo which is the word we use for rapture that is the word rapture in the bible is harpazo no one ever told me that there could be a version of that where you are just transported on earth um and I feel like that's a huge skipped over concept if we're going to talk about the rapture because it's the same word which means it's possible
0: and so I just put out a
1: video and was like wait a minute no one ever talked about this. I'm not saying it's true. I'm just saying there's a possibility here that we're all arguing about the rapture when in fact the rapture is not going to take us off earth at all. And it wasn't me saying that's absolute truth. It was me posing a question and it absolutely blew up. Um, I think right now it's like at 60 or 70,000.
2: That's great. Um,
1: And as someone who absolutely hates confrontation and argument, like I'm not good at it. Okay. it's uncomfortable for me.
2: Right. Um,
1: I was kind of forced into this position where God was like, all right, are you going to be able to defend what I reveal to you? And so it's been kind of a journey the last month of just him strengthening me in being confident in what he reveals to me. And, um, as I, it's just, it's been kind of a journey the last month of really having my eyes opened to, Um, a, how much misinformation and false teaching there is about the rapture Mm. and how that plays into end times. And then also in that we are doing a terrible job of representing the love of Christ, um, because we can disagree on the timing and the concept and we are called to still be unified. And, um, right right before we got on here tonight, I was actually, I was righteously angry, um, which is is not a sin, but it is a sin to act on the anger and allow it to let you sit. So I had to sit with it for a minute because I just, there's a couple people on TikTok who are predicting the rapture this month. Right. And They are mocking in the ugliest way. People who say no one knows the day or the hour and they get on there and they, they mock us in these like really terrible voices. And it's just, it's, it's ugly fruit. It's rotten fruit. It's not, I'm not saying they don't love Jesus, but, no you're Uh.
0: you're right i mean uh, i just heard that scripture uh yesterday um at church um you know that we should be um you know the disciples you know you'll know that i'm your god by how you treat one another right our love should set us apart you know and um and if we have bad fruit, you know, that fruit comes from spending time with the Lord and being filled with right. the Holy Ghost through prayer, reading the word and worship. And whenever we get filled, filled with the Holy Ghost, you know, then it just the love of God pours out. And right. so we're patient with people. We're loving and we're not judgmental and critical and all these other things. And so the Holy Spirit is so precious and um, whenever I catch myself in a bad mood, I'm like, yep, I was getting my devotional this morning, you know, or yeah. I, didn't, I didn't, I hadn't been, you know, praising the Lord and just haven't just whistling, you know, and just like loving on the Lord during the day and praying. And so, right, yeah, right. you know, and so a lot of people, they think Christianity is rule based and, and it's not. Right. Love based. It's awesome. And, right. Um, and
1: then that love, you automatically fill the law. I mean, uh, oh, you love exactly. one another. And if you love God more than anything, everything you do is going to fulfill the, I mean, fill the law. It's goes hand in hand. It's, I don't, people have lost sight of how it all goes together.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it, you know, it's, uh, it's becoming more rare to find two people that are, you know, not religious, but just following Jesus. Right. And then God just showed me that with you. And I was like, yes, awesome. I got a new sister in the Lord. And, um, you know, and so here we are and um so preaching on the the rapture is very important um just a real quick I uh, for those who don't know we're gonna have new listeners because uh, Alexa is going to be throwing this out to all her group so with me I got radically saved at age 18 from an overdose and had a personal testimony with the Lord at that time and i went straight into bible college now whenever i went into bible college i did not want to talk about demons or the rapture i just wanted to talk about loving on jesus you know and uh slowly the lord started revealing like the enemy through demons and all this other stuff and i actually wound up seeing them and praying over people casting those out and got into that and i wrote a book breaking the devil's contract um and so, in doing that, you know, um, just walking with the Lord, and then the winter storm happened a couple of years ago in Texas, killed 250 people, and we were without power for almost a week, and we weren't prepped, really, for that. I was prepped with water, but um, we weren't really prepped for that, and so God just opened up my eyes and said, wake up, and I immediately, after that, bought a whole bunch of power banks and lights and candles and just everything, and went and got my ham radio license all three levels so i'm at the expert you know amateur extra level and um really nerded out on that because god started showing me to get ready for the end times and emergencies and all these things and um then he just woke me up not too long ago because i put a hashtag out on tiktok several months back called hashtag pan-trib. yeah and It was, I don't know if you saw it, but it was like, I had to add it because I was the only one because I believe that, you know, I've joked around that with this back at Christ for the Nations, um, like back in 2000, I was joking around. I was like, hey, it's all going to pan out. So I don't care about the end times. It does not matter. You know, I'm like, what are you doing for Jesus right now? Forget the end times. And uh, because nothing was going on politically or a big deal to where it even looked like we were getting there, you know, Uh, not from my opinion. And so, um, because I was listening to endtime.com, uh, which Irvin Baxter was the minister there. He's gone on to be with the Lord because of COVID. And uh-huh. but there's, there's tons of videos explaining the post tribulation rapture and um, the Antichrist, all these things that are going to be coming. And so, but within the last, I don't know, three or four months now or whatever it's been, God really woke me up and was like, why are you prepping? And I'm like, oh well, I'm prepping because you told me to, because of this. And he's like, Yeah, but look at all these, you know, with COVID. I saw that as a test run from the for the government sheltering yeah. everybody into place and then going door to door, like initiating the mark of the beast or something. And I was like, Oh wow, we're doomed, you know? And yeah. so I started seeing that because of COVID slowly, and then finally God just shook me and woke me up. You know, it's kind of because of COVID, it's like I was in a in a dream state where I'm like, Okay, though I hear the alarm going off, but I'm going to snooze it. But right. over the last couple of months, you know, with all the inflation, I think the, the inflation really did. I was like, oh, no. Yeah. And God just shook me awake to where I actually woke up. And I was like, okay, I'm starting Rapture Prep podcast, and, uh, the, the you know, at Rapture Prep on TikTok. And um, I'm going to start looking into this. And as I looked into it, started studying it really for an extensively for like the first time ever really I mean I've gone through the the process the process before um where I believe post-trib but I didn't really study it for myself right. and and I started looking I was like man all this pre-trib teaching I've heard growing up it's all garbage you right. know and it's all a lie and it's not in scripture and the way people are showing me in scripture this isn't right and so yeah so here we are today and I started running across your videos and God just really woke you up to everything to where you're trying to study it for yourself and so um what do you like with me I actually think a lot of people are like well you know it's okay to disagree about certain things in the Bible it's not a salvation issue you know right so so who cares and I started really thinking about it after I talked to a lot of these pre-tribulation people that are really dogmatic Yes. and and I've made a, a you know an episode on it before they're so dogmatic that if the rapture doesn't happen and there's someone saying hey worship me and take this this mark whatever it is right um so you can get your food stamps whatever the government's offering you know or right. be able to buy and sell they're going to be like well I'm taking it cuz Jesus didn't come back so you know this right. is the free trip so this looks yes. like a good deal to me You know, and they're going to sit there and even out of spite, tell all the other, you know, people, y'all are wrong, you know, and I'm taking this mark and y'all are stupid. (laughs) And so I actually do see it as a salvation issue now. And um, I don't condemn people for it, but I try to preach it that way they have it in their memory. So the Holy Spirit can draw it back later and be like, wait a minute, you're wrong. Humble yourself a little bit. So what do you think about that?
1: Yeah. So I, I haven't believed pre-trib for a long time. I was raised on it. Um, and I feel like God has been preparing me for this time since I was born because, um, my parents, you know, my testimony, um, uh, my parents were drug addicts. My grandmother ended up adopting me when I was like five or six. Um, and I was raised in a Quaker church where, um, I was very blessed because I was not given any of the, I don't want to say ritualistic, but for lack of better terms, ritualistic, um, church, uh, traditions of, you know, which not that there's anything wrong with them, but, um, you or know, the and, and yeah. yeah, and like, um, you know, it's an unpopular opinion, but I am here to tell you that you do not have to be physically dunked in water to be saved because i am filled with the holy spirit and i have never been and it's it's we offer the option of you it's there we will do it if you want to when you're ready but you don't have to have that to have jesus and like yeah
0: and i, I was I've, i was dunked twice you know yeah. and so because i was dunked one time and i wouldn't even saved, so i was like you know what i'm gonna do it right. again but all it is it's a public symbol Right. You know, and it's, it's showing your dedication to the Lord. And, you know, oh, someone no. shouldn't be so against it that they won't do it. That's kind of an issue. I would right. think, you know, it's like, well, why not? You know, Jesus said it's good to do it or whatever. You know, Jesus yes. actually got baptized. So, but anyways, go ahead. Sorry. But,
1: but yeah, so I've, I've just, things like that. Um, mm-hmm. I was blessed because from day one, it was just all about personal relationship. You are from day one as a child in the Quaker faith, you are told. Your personal communication line through the Holy Spirit with God is your number one source. Cool. And um, a lot of people don't have that. And so
2: no, that's I've very had that true. since I was little.
1: And um, I can remember, for whatever reason, as a uh, five and six year old little girl, seven, eight, all the way through till now, I have always been obsessed with the idea of the end times and the mark of wow. the beast and the tribulation my favorite movies when i was little were the left behind series Really? Um, okay. yeah there was a movie called tribulation and it had uh gary Busey, i think is his name in it
2: mm-hmm.
1: um and he wakes up from like a coma and the mark of the beast has been implemented and the raptures happened and these i mean these were my favorite movies i was obsessed with the idea of the antichrist it just absolutely i was drawn to it ever since i was little and i didn't really? think anything like that till i was older um okay. So I never questioned the pre-trip because it's just well the left behind series says it's in there and
0: well yeah no you pretty much don't question the pre-trip right. because like I know like Baptist well, down here in Texas you know we're mainly like Baptist or Methodist mm-hmm. um, you know like stuff like that and, and those religious like real proper type groups they all preach that and you don't go against that you know, it's like, it's, it's, it's accepted. Although I will say
1: that the, the other ideas were talked about. Um, my pastor, who is my godfather, he married me. He's an amazing man. Um, anyone listening pray for him? He has COVID right now. Um, he believes pre-trib. Um, his wife believes mid-trib. And so there's like, everyone always talked about the possibility of the others, which is also, I'm also really blessed with because a lot of places just write it off. Um, so just in the last, like I said, with that sign in the sky and the stars um, about five years ago, I started waking up a little bit and God started giving me dreams again. Um, I have had dreams where I am in front of the guillotine and I feel myself take my last breath because I lose my head for claiming. That Jesus is
0: awesome. That is it, so awesome.
1: It is, but it it brought me to this place of like... Um, having to realize that maybe the pre-trib is wrong, and I'm still at a place where it's like, um, you know, if I'm wrong, wonderful. I, oh, I get yeah, out of here. sure, yeah, and great. and that's what I try to when I'm talking about it. It's like, hey, I'm not going to present it as fact because that's why it's such a big mystery. Uh, because we're supposed to study it and we're supposed to seek God's heart on it. But I think that you have to be silly to completely ignore um, half of the scriptures that tell us we will endure. And so I, right. I just always try to tell people, you know, if you want to believe pre-trib, if that's what you believe, great. But make sure that your heart is prepared for all options. Yeah, and and um, so- because Peter, Peter's the, the thing that just in the last couple of weeks got revealed to me. Um, Simon Peter loved Jesus possibly more than any of the other disciples. Like he loved Jesus. And what happened when Jesus was being taken to be crucified, he was caught off guard and he denied him three times.
0: Right. Because of the persecution. Right.
1: And he didn't, he did not love Jesus. He right before, like hours before had been saying, or days before had been saying, Jesus, I'll follow you. I will die with you right now. And Jesus said, "Where I'm going, you can't go, because He knew He was going to deny Him. But, but afterwards, you'll follow Me." And that was one of my studies this last week of, because people have used that before of like, "Where I'm going, you can't go, but, but I will come back to you, and then you'll follow Me." And people um, have used that for me to argue the pre-trib rapture is like, "Well, we'll follow Him later when we go to heaven in a pre-trib." And it's like, no, when you read that in context, what He's saying is your heart's not ready to follow me to death right now because you still have to deny me three times like I told you you were going to do. But afterwards, when I restore you after my resurrection, you will follow me and you will go out and you will do all these things in my name and you will follow me and you will lose your life for me. And it's like when you look at it in context, to me, that's so much more beautiful than just like getting out of here because he tells us to be um, to find joy in being persecuted for him
0: right and there's a special crown for that and it does say that the first resurrection those beheaded for the right. witness of Christ that's the first resurrection and that they didn't take the mark of the beast so I mean that's just one verse right, right. there that proves you know but hey I don't want to get into all that now because preaching to the choir right and um right. but uh so the, now the problems with preacher that's one of them but you know I what I see um besides the persecution if people are going to be starving to death yeah people are going to get desperate and if they're religious what I've noticed is when like when people are like oh I'm a Baptist you know like okay right you know you're more proud of your religion and how you grew up and that may be to do with like your family's identity your grandpa's 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 grandpa was a Baptist blah 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 and so you feel like you're turning your back if you even look into the theology or doctrines of the Baptist church you know so you're just a Baptist you'll defend it to your dying breath and you don't even know why you know um and I see that a lot and that's just a religious mindset and people have to get out of that um well I met this uh, dear old lady She used to be a Catholic, her whole family Catholic over there in Italy. It's like a mafia ties type thing. And she got born again. And um, so she left, made a decision to leave the Catholic church. And her family told her, I can't believe that you left the church because of Jesus. And that is eye-opening because people feel betrayed if you go to follow Jesus instead of following the quote-unquote church which right. is an organization and religious so it's just i challenge you whoever's listening to go and look at your religion and see if those doctrines line up with the word of god because i can tell you right now i have a degree from dbu in theology and there the doctrine does not line up they they limit the holy spirit they believe right the gifts are gone and passed away the bible never says that Um, There's a lot of different things. And so none of their church services, they're going to be anointing people with oil, like in James five, and praying the prayer of of faith that heals the sick. And, you know, so there's a lot of the, the, it's a doctrine of laying on of hands. Uh, Paul and Timothy did it. And so, uh, you know, it's just but those are things that people don't want to fight against because it's an old religion you know well, it has yeah. been around for hundreds of years you're wrong in your new thought process i'm like no this is the original thought process you know and um the devil's good at his job he loves to divide us so right. um you know just I, I i encourage you my sheep know my voice jesus said that so follow him um but some problems with the pre-trib theology One I see, and we'll kind of go back and forth if you can think of some. One that I see is lazy evangelism. I've talked to so many people and they're like, well, yeah, I'm going to make little notes around the house that points toward the Bible. You know, like there's a Bible over there. I hope you get saved. And so (laughs) people are like, and they're ready to go now because all these preachers are like, it can be tomorrow. So people are like, okay, well, I'm not going to do anything. I'm just going to be ready to go you know? And so what do you think about that?
1: Um, yeah, I mean, it breeds a lot of, I think that goes back into like, um, being caught off guard, like Peter was, that's, that's kind of the same concept. It's like, if your heart isn't prepared and you're lazy in your spiritual preparedness, um, like we are called to be the the lamps in which God's light shines on earth while he's not here. And so it's like, if we're lazy in that, um, especially when tribulation comes of any kind, not even the great tribulation, we don't have that bright shining light because we are not spiritually prepared to endure it ourselves. And if our faith is shaky, why would anyone else come to Jesus when we're scared? And (laughs) it's like, uh, that's a big problem for me with the theology of it is it just doesn't make sense to me. Um, what does make sense to me is supernatural protection in those days because us getting plucked out of here. Um, anyone like most, I don't really know anyone that doesn't know what left behind is even people that think Christianity's a joke. Sure. So if that did happen that way, People are immediately going to know and they're going to know from the story of Left Behind there's an Antichrist. They're not gonna buy his lie that he's selling. Um so it's a lot harder to convince people that there's an Antichrist if we are here. And it's like that's where the great deception comes in, because it's like, well, I thought you guys were gonna be out of here for that. You know what I mean? And
0: right. That's true. And <laughs> so
1: it's like what I do see is the supernatural protection as the days of Moses in Egypt. And those I've, I've seen that parallel with the two witnesses um, study that I did. And it says point blank. It sounds exactly like what Moses did in Egypt and who wasn't touched by those plagues in Egypt, the Israelites, God's people. And how much will it witness to others when these plagues are possibly skipping over God's people and they're watching this saying, how'd you do that? And then we say, let me tell you about Jesus because now you can see his power. And like never in, in history when God's people have gone through these things, um, including in the Bible and things that are just recorded in history, not in the Bible. It's like God's power in how he protects his people is always meant, to benefit, uh, the belief of others that see it, just like Daniel in the lions den, yeah, he protected Daniel because of his faith. But ultimately, that was to show the king how powerful God was. And same thing with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. It's like they were, yes, they were protected because of their faith, but because of their faith, God protected them to prove His power to those watching. And so. Right. It's I feel through my studies the last couple of weeks that that's where God has brought me, that people will absolutely be murders for him in those days.
2: Oh, yeah. People
1: will also absolutely be under supernatural protection on God's watches whenever he says so, because he needs to witness. He needs us to witness to those people around us who have yet to come to Christ and who will come to Christ.
0: Yeah, I like what you're saying. It, it's biblical, because um, the Bible does say, hey, they're going to get their heads chopped off. So, right. um, you know, it is what it is. And so I've I've joked around, like, forever. Like, I can't wait till they bring out the guillotine and put it on camera, because I'll be like, ooh, 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 can I go first? You know, like, yeah. I, I want my promotion, you know, but just like Paul says, you know, it's better for me to remain with you than to be with Christ, you know, because... Right. Whatever I have, I can teach you, you know, and it's getting to the point these days with like, if you have been a Christian more than a year, you're like an expert compared to the world, you know, and so because they're so lost and all this cancel culture and just everything. um,
1: Right. And it's, I've seen, you know, kind of touching back on the Exodus story, it's like, um, even after everything God did for them. When they were uncomfortable in the wilderness um their hearts for some of them their hearts turned back to egypt out of discomfort and out of inconvenience and i see that being what may very well happen to those that find themselves here for that and it's like i thought i would be out of here for this and their hearts will turn back to the world which is spiritually egypt um because they're uncomfortable
0: yeah it's going to be a time of tribulation and it's going to be it's going to be trying and so here's where the good news is right Jesus actually gives um gives prophecy for these things to prepare us not to scare us and so you know we have these prophecies we know it's going down we've been studying it um there's ministries out there endtime.com you know it's great and there's other ministries as well but um you can study these things and you can see hey look the antichrist has to come on the scene the false prophet all these things are going to line up one world government one world religion uh desecration of the temple all these things and so we have time you know before like the worst part of the tribulation comes to prep so why would you take the mark of the beast if you're homesteading and you're producing your own things and you have your own protection of your of your land right You could be having church services and feeding the neighborhood and having a blessed time, like you said, during the tribulation, but being blessed, you know? Right. And And
1: I'm sorry. Go ahead.
0: Oh, no. I mean, so that's why God's telling me, hey, look, I'm waking you up now. Y'all prep, get prepared, because if you're prepared, you're not going to be worried and you're not going to be scared and you're not gonna be even tempted, really, to take a mark because you're like, I'm good. I'm like gaining weight during this time, you know. Just joking, but
1: right. Well, and I think something God's put on my heart is like, I mean, eventually it'll get a, it, it will come down. Like you gotta pay your property taxes. How are you gonna pay that if you don't mark? And it's like, oh, eventually yeah. you run out of option. And eventually, I think it will come down to potentially running through the woods with small bags. You know what I mean? Like, right. But, but something he's put on my heart is like, you're, yes, you're preparing for you. And I will, I I think it's important not to worry about how much you have put back. Right. It's just like the woman with the oil. Um, he can multiply anything like he is literally the God of miracles. And I hate that the modern day church has taken the supernatural out of God because he can do anything he wants to do, and they're and
0: proud about it too. They boast in it. They're like, yes. "Oh yeah, we're uh, what's the word, cessationist?" and blah blah blah. I'm like, and it's why like would if you... he wants
1: to multiply your your grain and your rice, he will, and right, um, you know, just like in the story of Exodus, if he wants to make water come out of a rock for you, he can, and inevitably that will be to glorify him and show his glory. But something that he's put on my heart is like. People may come to you and need fed, and yes, that's going to be spiritually, but that's also going to be physically because they're like, just imagine if someone who doesn't know what's going on or they have an idea but they're totally lost and they come to you for help and you have provisions and you're able to help them, and they ask you, How did you know to put this back? and you can say, Let me tell you about Jesus. And it's like that right there. It shows the power that he gave his people a heads up. And um, he's just shown me that preparing for the end times is yes to cover my family, just like Noah and his ark, but also to witness to others who will need it.
0: 100%. And so that's why. You know, it's funny because most people, when you think of the rapture, they think about getting out of here and all these suckers have to like fend for themselves, you know? Right. And so when like the questions I've been asked is like, why is yours called rapture prep? Those don't go together. And I'm like, but they do. Right. Because you have to prep your way through all the way through to the rapture. We're going to be here the whole time. You know, and Jesus right. tells, tells the people in Matthew uh, 24, you know, when you see the des- abomination of desolation, which is the Antichrist sitting down in the temple, proclaiming to be God and stopping the sacrifices, when you see these things like flee from Judea, you know, uh, and get out of there, you know, so he's warning right. you, hey, look, persecutions coming, take your inch bag, I'm never coming home again, pepper term and get right. out of there you know jesus wants you not to automatically just be a martyr you know he wants right. us to go and share the good news until we don't have a choice anymore like you said um and so we shouldn't be scared either um the joy of the lord is our strength so if it, if it's that day we we shed our our temple you know then that's cool we're with jesus and it's all good um, well and I,
1: I think people don't realize either um i mean we live in america um yeah. the pre-tribulation rapture is widely just an American view. Um, yeah. and that comes directly from our need to be comfortable. And yeah. it's like most people in the world are living in tribulation. We have zero idea what it really means to be a faithful Christian compared to some other people in the world. And it's like that's why this week my study was on um in my father's house are many mansions. And I, I think it's not a coincidence that America really thinks that that means we have these big mansions in heaven that we get raptured up to with all the fancy furniture. And, and I hope my mansion has gold doorknobs and like, that's, that's (laughs) such an Americanized um, spoiled brat view. Right. When you read the entire chapter in context, like Jesus is speaking yet again in parables and the word for mansion there in in the Greek is the same word used for later on in the chapter when he talks about how through the helper, um, Holy Spirit, God and the Father will make their home with us by giving us the Holy Spirit and the temporary home with us until he returns and gives us the new earth and all that. And it's like, when you read that in context, again, so much more beautiful than like us getting raptured up to some personalized mansion. And right. we are like the only nation in the world that thinks that that is that that's like the picture painted for us and it when you really break it down and look at it it's silly and um
0: yeah it is and then, like you know i did a, a video a while back that that showed that uh, you know i think it's persecution.org yeah and it's voice of the martyrs and so uh, we followed that ever since i was a kid um right. and so it shows that every 90 minutes a christian is killed for their faith worldwide and, right. you know, that's what they can prove. I'm sure it's way more than that. But right now, the church, your brothers and sisters in Christ are being killed every single day. So to I'm think surprised. that we're not going to the tribulation, the church isn't going to the tribulation now. Yeah, right. Um, right. You no, know, it, it, it's crazy. So um,
1: and a big argument that I've gotten is like, we are not appointed to God's wrath. You're correct. Oh,
0: yeah, that's true. Just man.
1: as the Israelites weren't appointed to God's wrath but the Egyptians were because it is described as God's wrath when they're swallowed up in the water, but the mm-hmm. Israelites weren't removed from earth for it.
0: Yeah, yeah. There's, there's just a lot there because, um, yeah. W- one thing I learned from just, just a few months back. Okay. Um, I'm sure sh- I'm, we're both sharing our, you know, our walk and our findings with everyone here. Um, you know, just a few months back, I, I saw that Satan's wrath, revelation twelve twelve. 12, 12, um, is when the, the abomination of def- desolation hat comes down but it says that he's going to be angry and he because he has a short time period right. And so um from that's the three and a half year point if you're if you're believing that so that three and a half years until the rapture it's going to get bad that's why they call it the great tribulation so um it's going to be satan's wrath and then once satan's wrath is once God says, I'm done with that, he takes him, throws him in hell and then God right. pours out his wrath. But it won't be on us because we're going to be raptured. And I believe that's like you said, not taken all the way off of the planet Earth to another galaxy. No, we're going to be just lifted. Like he says, meet him in the air. That's here on right. Earth, folks. So we're going to meet well, him in the air and we're going to yes. have our marriage supper of the Lamb and then come right down with him. So, yeah, and, not-
1: and it's, when you really start that's he's revealed so much to me this month that it's um I'm very grateful and (laughs) it's like when I was reading revelation I really studied revelation and the marriage supper of the lamb is only talked about in revelation we're given a parable of a wedding feast but that's not the marriage supper of the lamb it only talks about the marriage supper of the lamb in revelation and in revelation it tells us who the bride is and the bride is new Jerusalem. Yes. New Jerusalem is made up of us. Um, but that in and of itself um, completely abolished the theology of the preacher rapture for me, because we are living stones. That's what we are described as. Right. And what do you build a city out of stones? Yeah. So we can't like new Jerusalem is being built right through all of the living stones. And that has to include every living stone that will be accounted for until the end of time, until the end of the tribulation, because there will be people that come to Christ during the tribulation.
0: Of course. I, new I'll be any people to the Lord during that time.
1: Yeah. So new Jerusalem can't be completed until the end because there still is people yet to come to be a part of it. So the bride can't be made ready until the end because she has to continue being built through the living stones. And it's like, Um, that really made a lot of people mad when I came out with that video, Um, (laughs) man, if you want to make people mad, just say that we right now are not the bride, but we will be like that really makes people angry. However, Uh it also opened the door for like, okay, you say we're not appointed to God's wrath and you're telling me that the tribulation is God's wrath. But if that's the case, you are saying that the Bible is lying because just because we don't know who they are yet. Anyone that comes to Christ during those seven years, they are also the body of Christ. They just, we don't know who they are yet, but Jesus does. Jesus knows them and has known them from the beginning of time and has always known they would come to him. So they are also not appointed to his wrath. So it's like, it can't be the wrath because they, there's still going to be some people that will come to him that are here for it. And you just told me that we're not appointed to it. So it's like that, 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 that whole thing just totally like abolished the theology for me and I also I don't think people realize like I there I have spent nights in the last couple months on my knees crying because I want I'm like um there's some really good studies on this that people have put together but you're showing me something different and I don't want to be wrong like sobbing saying please show me if I'm wrong and he just continues to show me that there is no pre trib rapture and it's like Well, that's,
0: that's beautiful. And I, you know, I love to see your heart. And I mean, the Holy Spirit showed me that from a mile away. Um, And so I see that and I'm just like, okay, Lord, I've got to be obedient, you know, and um, I'm not getting paid to do this. So I'm just trying to obey the Lord. And there's people going to be listening that are like, oh, wow, what they're saying makes so much sense. Because I've tried, I remember back in the day trying to make the pre-trib make sense. Yeah. And I, and I couldn't. And I even had a limited knowledge of the end times. And I was like, it just doesn't make sense that they, you know, the movie, they all get left behind. They all get left behind. Like, why would God right. do that to them? And, of course, they weren't really showing any scripture for it. It was just a, a movie, a, a you know, a fictitious right. movie. And so... Um, it's just like, come on, you know, and but yeah. I, and people believe it as gospel. And so um, it's not. And you know, it's a hard pill to swallow that God yeah. is love. Right. But he wants to leave us here to get killed off by this angry devil. You know, that doesn't right. sound cool to me. Um, but when I looked at it through the eyes of faith of what Jesus even did, Jesus came down and literally led the example of picking up your cross and following him through hate and murdered and all of that, but it it shed a witness, and he shed his blood for us. So, like, the servant's not above the master. I remember when I first heard that the first time, I didn't like that. I was like, ugh. I mean, something's going to have to be tortured and persecuted does not sound like fun but with if you have a personal relationship with the lord and you're just not following rules um the joy of the lord is your strength i mean no matter what you go through you can be happy drunk on the lord just um loving life and you're sitting there broke fixing to go to prison for 30 years or just whatever your scenario is but you can be the happiest person on the earth and you know that's what that's what took peter and the other disciples who all ran whenever they got the Holy ghost, they all did the opposite. They were bold and they went out and they preached, they were beat, they were jailed and then they shed their lives. So, you know, that's what happens when you get the Holy spirit in your life. You know, you're about that life. You know, you don't care what, you know, the culture saying you're going to preach and you're going to look crazy, but it's not crazy. It's, It's good news and it's love. And but jesus did say this i didn't come to being bring peace but a sword yeah and so if you look back at that you're like okay well wait a minute jesus ruffled some feathers you yeah. know he wasn't just preaching peace like the buddha or something you know um no uh, jesus yeah. has an enemy we're supposed to be fighting that enemy the enemy is going to try to kill us steal and destroy us you know john ten ten. the satan is a liar he comes to kill steal and destroy so, um, you know, just there's a lot there, and I'm glad you're awake. I'm glad I'm awake, and we're both being obedient just to speak to these people and they're listening, and they can go out and tell other people. But right now, like, what's what's like the number one thing that – I'm just going to give you the, the floor for a second. What What is the number one thing right now you could say to somebody who – um, who's out there listening, you know, maybe has a pre-trib view, maybe not just a message to both people. I don't know. What's that right. putting on your heart?
1: Um, that we are told, and I, I can quote scripture. I can't tell you what scripture it is um, because I have ADHD and, and my scripture's all over the place, <laughs> but we are told that he has enlisted us as soldiers. Yeah. And, if we're talking about the rapture in general and the end times, um, we are told that the beast wages war on the saints Mm -hmm. and you don't fight a war unless you are a soldier. So if he has enlisted us as soldiers, we can't run from the war, which we are enlisted to fight. And your only option is to join the other team. And you don't want to do that. Um, (laughs) right. So, even if it's just in your daily life, you have to remember that you are enlisted as a soldier and you don't, you don't win a race unless you compete according to the the rules. Mm. And when you look at it that way, it really changes the game. It did for me at least where it's like, when you can, like the whole Bible is meant, to be cross-referenced. That's why it constantly quotes itself and fills in gaps in other chapters where others um, need it. And it's like, it's designed that way. Right. We're told that the beast wages war on the saints for three and a half years. And we're also told that he enlists us as soldiers. Do you truly not think that those don't go hand in hand? And I would argue the war has been being waged since he ascended, but it will really ramp up there at the end.
0: Well, I, um, yeah, that's a strong message because we, we are, we're blinded in America with our identity, our identity gets, uh, next Netflix and chill and going and partying on the weekend and keeping up with the Joneses and, um, all these other things and, you know, trying to chase success. So we're, we are blinded in America as to our identity. And now the devil's even doing it further with this gender blinding and political blinding and just everything he can, you know, and so we're, you know, our kids are confused, you know, some of us are confused and, you know, um, it's just, there's so much confusion everywhere. And the Bible says the devil is the author of confusion. So I agree with you. We need to have our identity in Christ and as a soldier and the number one thing folks is the great commission Jesus says go into the whole world and we're able to do that you know from our where where we're at right here go into the whole world preach the gospel uh make disciples and you know baptizing preaching, getting people saved right um the great commission is our goal as Christians it's it's our mission and so that's what we need to do and if we have that identity as a soldier we're going to give up our comforts we're going to give up our dreams, our visions, our hopes, and we're going to chase the Lord and we're going to be blessed doing it. The you know, God will reward you just um you know, he's put this treasure in earthen vessels and we're not even worthy to be a representative of him. Right. And most of the time we do a terrible job of doing that because we're human. And uh, the world doesn't understand that they look at me or you and they're like, well, you're not perfect, you know? And so I'm not following you because, you know, you're supposed to be perfect if you're a Christian. And so, you know, there's all this criticism, but we got to do what God's calling us to do. And that's it. We can't worry about the haters and we just put on our armor and just go along, you know? Um, Yeah. And that's hard for me sometimes because I get caught up, you know, with like my emotions and like okay Lord did I do that right like you're saying you're like sitting there crying like Lord you know just just show me and you know you're just so desperate to just want to serve God and there's just all these other things out there that's trying to prevent that and confuse you and whatever so um you know I agree with you and uh our identity for me is wrapped up in serving God so you know what's God's will you need to pray and have that personal relationship with Him. Jesus said my sheep will know my voice and so read the word of God and listen to what he's telling you to do. And um, wow. And basically an hour is just gone and it feels like we've been talking for two seconds. Um, Yeah. So what? Um,
1: Real quick just to add on to what you said? Okay. I think that a big problem also is like, again, because America has been made very selfish. We assume that, as long as it's good here, it's not the end times. But the minute America falls, it's automatically the tribulation. And that's not biblical. Like the Bible does not revolve around America. The Bible revolves around Israel and Jerusalem, right, and it's right the, America could fall far before the Antichrist shows up we
0: We could get nuked off the map. yeah. this is because irrelevant, yeah, quite
1: frankly, especially like when Trump was in office, um, there was a lot there that God spoke to me about like back. I forget what book it's in. Um, I want to say it's Jeremiah, but I could be wrong on that. Basically Israel looked to Egypt for their defenses and their military defense um, and like their safety. And in a way that's what Israel did to us, at least when Trump was in office and like they even had a, a parade for him in the streets. And so I saw a lot of red flags there about like America needs to be worried about the fact that God could knock us down a few notches to show Israel who their true defender is. Like it might not have anything to do with us, but everything to do with Israel. And like,
0: if we even become
1: a little bit of a military idol for Israel, that could be bad news bears for us because God has a way of knocking Israel's idols down. If you read the Bible at all. And so Um, That's something that kind of hit me too, where it's like, I do feel like God will protect his people who are in America if it comes to that. But people seem to think that like things can't get bad here until after the rapture. When that alone, even if you believe in a pre-trib rapture, isn't biblical at all. America has nothing to do with, like the state of America has nothing to do with prophecy. We, like you said, could be wiped off the map tomorrow and the world could continue until the end times
0: yeah, and you know there are things in the in the the Bible that talk about you know, during that time, um, that uh, Israel will be hidden by the eagles wings, and so that could be a reference to us during the tribulation time. So we may be the the people that, with our NATO vote and our veto power, we may be the people that you know help Israel during that time but you know, I'm not going to go out on a, you know, and die on that Hill, you know? (laughs) I mean,
1: right. And that's um, something that God showed me um, just not that long ago. So I'm glad you brought it up. Is like, if you read the Exodus story, he quotes when he is talking to Moses and said, says, I carried Israel out of Egypt on the Eagle's wings. And that's a study I'm doing right now is comparing that to the chapter in revelation that talks about the Eagle's wings, because, um, and he refers specifically to himself as being the Eagle's wings. His protection is the Eagle's wings. And I don't think that's an accident. I don't think he would refer to him, his own protection as the Eagle's wings back then, if it wasn't the same in revelation, that's just my opinion purely, right. And you know, uh, but and it's an interesting point.
0: It's true. No. And you know, and sometimes in the Bible uh, there's one thing God does and that's it. Or there's multiple references and, so, you know, just studying it out, because I know that um, once you start studying the beasts, that the lion had eagle's wings at one point, and then it says mm-hmm. the wings were plucked. And so that's understood as like the Great Britain being the lion, that the eagle came over here. And then it even says that the eagle, you know, came and stood like a man. And that's like, you know, uh, Uncle Sam and all those other things at the heart of a man. So, you know, there's, there's different ways of looking at, at all, you know, all things right. in the scripture but when it comes down to the main things being the main things we need to have our identity as Christ in Christ be following the Lord every day um and be what well, being watchful of these main signs you know that right um that especially the Antichrist and all these other things if, if we disagree here and there on these other things like oh what's the beast born here and this and that like, right you know we don't that's not a salvation issue so chill you know we're all trying oh, and to i think really... it's healthy
1: to like pitch ideas back and forth about it sure. you don't have to it take does. everything one person says but we can find healthy conversation in it too it's
0: yeah and those things may be like you the, the light that turns on you're like you know what for me that did it and i'm done with pre trip you know <laughs> right. so um it's just if everyone was humble on their, their, you know, understanding of certain parts of the Bible instead of being religious about it, like, Oh, I'm pre-trib and I don't care what you say. Okay. Wait a minute. You're not even studying the Bible for yourself. You're just holding on to something you were taught. And, um, that religion is, ugh I hate it's so nasty. Um,
1: and I know, I know we're running out of time. Um, but I don't know if you saw my video on it earlier. It's, Uh, I saw something very concerning earlier where um, this person and it had a lot of views and a lot of likes and a lot of comments and the comments supporting it were from like these big Christian creators who have like a hundred thousand followers. Right. Um, And it was, they were saying that the, the great falling away is referring to the rapture because falling away means to be pulled away okay
0: all right i
1: I became very concerned when i read that and i went back and like no the word used for falling away is apostasia which is apostasy and the whole chapter is called the great apostasy and so it's like these people who are preaching some of some not all of these people (gasps) who are preaching on the pre-trip rapture um are immediately buying into this idea and that is concerning in and of itself because it's like are you reading the Bible at all? It literally says that concerning our being gathered to him and we the great know falling the away has to happen first.
0: We know the answer. They're not, they're not reading the Bible. They're using TikTok as their theology, you know? Right. And so that is so dangerous. Even listening to us, like we haven't brought up a whole lot of Bible scriptures. Okay. So, um, you need to fact check what we're saying okay yeah um, I challenge we,
1: everything anyone including me or Paul says with the word of God for yourself right. you should yes. be able to do that
0: and my mom taught me that from an early age she's like you hear us talking about the Bible you need to go read it for yourself and I was like oh okay you know and those right. are the people that are confident in God confident in, in the Lord and hearing from the Lord if you're like hey I'm not gonna hold it back you go find out for yourself and that's because we just want people to know the truth the truth is going to set you free but um, you know, those that are my disciples, right? That's what Jesus said. That kind of truth is gonna set you free because you're constantly seeking the Lord. Um, right. so, um, so anyways, i I'll, I always want to um you know end this time with uh with a prayer, but is there any last thing, just like a you know, uh, something just the Lord's putting on your heart that you wanted to um to end with?
1: Um just seek, just seek Jesus yourself. Like I can't explain to you on things other than the rapture. Just everything in life, I cannot explain to you the revelations that the Holy Spirit has given me in just my private time. And I, you don't get that in church. There's a mm-hmm. place for church. There's a place for fellowship. Um, but the the true revelations come from that personal quiet time with the holy spirit and i was lucky enough to be taught that as a young girl
0: yeah it's it's important and i and i agree you know we need to be seeking jesus and there's three main w- ways to do that mm-hmm. jesus is the word of god so reading the word of god you will have a powerful experience with the lord the holy right. spirit will be talking to you you're changing your mind um you know romans 12, 1. Um, we need to be daily not conforming to this world, but uh, trans- transforming and renewing our minds to the way God wants us to—the mind of Christ. So, um, and it says that's our reasonable service. So, this is something we should be doing out of gratefulness. So, um, so, anyways, yeah, I definitely agree with that. And um, wow, Jesus is awesome. The second way is prayer. Prayer to the Father when you pray you give your burdens to him you spend time with him you talk with him and it's you know uh, I refer to it you know as, as like going to the, the take out your garbage that week you right. go out there you take it out and you shut the lid on the trash can you walk away you know whether it's your sins you're gonna go and give to God but I'm sorry I did that or just asking for forgiveness or giving Him your troubles whatever um you know and so of course ch- prayer is more than that but it's also receiving from the lord and so you know sometimes we want to shut up during prayer just listen for five ten minutes and see what god has to say to you you know um and then the third way is worship you know so read pray worship get filled with the holy ghost go out and change the world but for those people that are listening right now that have been away from the lord or maybe don't even know the lord and if you died right now you may go to hell so i'm gonna ask you these two quick questions you know, to those people listening, if you died today, would you go to heaven or hell? Okay, that's an important question. And if you say, I'm going to go to hell, okay, you know, all right, well, we need you to listen up. But if you say, I'm going to go to heaven, let me say this. What Here's the second question. If you were to stand before God today and he were to say, why should I let you into my heaven? What would you tell him? I want you to think about that. Would you say, Well, I'm a good person? You know, I gave 10% of just whatever. If your answer is anything other than I believe in Jesus Christ and that he died for my sins and I accept him as my Lord and Savior, that's the only way you're getting into heaven. It's not from doing things, it's from believing and receiving in what God already did for you. Because God's God's uh He demands perfection whenever it comes to someone walking into heaven. If you've sinned, you haven't been perfect. He has, to, he has to judge sin because he's a holy and righteous God. And he has judged sin through his son, Jesus Christ, that came and shed his blood and was our sacrifice here on earth. So if you believe that and receive it, it's powerful. It's not just, a, okay, I'll take that. That's fine. I'll take one of those and I'll, I'll be good to go. Like No, you have to receive and trust and believe that and repent from your sins and accept him as lord and savior and he will come in and he will transform you in your life and so i want to give you this opportunity you may be listening to this in the car or wherever you're at and this may be the last thing you hear but god has given you this opportunity right now to repent for your sins and to believe him and to become born again so if you're if you're feeling convicted about what we've been talking about the holy spirit is working on you right now and drawing you in by his spirit because he loves you and he wants you not to be a rule follower, but to have this awesome relationship, a personal relationship with him, with one-on-one time, with the creator of this universe, it's insane, but he actually loves you, this is the good news, so I just want to have you pray this prayer after me, and um, like, uh, there's videos out on my page, and Jake just put out one about the salvation prayer, right, so um, we're gonna, we're gonna just pray that right now, so just say, Heavenly Father, I believe in Jesus. I believe he died for my sins. Please forgive me of my sins. I repent right now. I accept you as Lord and Savior. And what you did for me on the cross, I accept it right now. Lord, I love you. Make me born again. And I thank you right now. Come into my life and change me forever and give me a clean slate. I receive you now as my Lord and Savior in Jesus' name. Amen. So if you prayed that prayer for the first time, you are born again and you felt the Lord come into your life and your life is never going to be the same. For those of you who um, are a little uh, been away from the Lord, that's just a chance to renew back to the Lord and get on board with what he's trying to do right now and so um wow I love that opportunity uh share this with everybody you can you know um so they can pray this prayer so they can hear this information and they can save their life one day what we're giving them we're preppers okay but this right here is the spiritual side of prepping okay you have to be ready for what's spiritually coming down the road as well and so uh it's just been a a joy to have uh you on our um, on this program Alexa um wow god just uh bring in so many good revelations through you and your studies and so um we'll tell everybody where you uh can be found out on your social media platforms and stuff
1: Um I am mainly just on TikTok it's Alexa Indials on there um and then every Sunday on the Big Daddy Al podcast um we are doing a series on Sundays called lead to prepare. And it's mainly based in, um, scripture, you know, spiritual Sunday type of thing. But, uh, we always just take it wherever the Holy spirit leads. And there are all kinds of kinds in there. You do not have to be any sort of kinds. Um, there are people that are in there who don't even necessarily believe in the Bible, but they're there for conversation. So, come as you are and show up and have some good conversation there uh but that's those are the two places you can find me
0: okay awesome and so um i just wanted to thank everybody for listening please share this with everybody that you can um and you can email me at Podcast at hotmail.com or gmail um and find me of course at reverend paul cross or at raptureprep um so it's just an awesome community and we're blessed i would love to have alexa back so we can talk about some specific subjects and just uh what's going on around the world uh, politically and just wow there's so many different ways to things to talk about it's exciting so um thanks for coming on thank you everyone for listening and we'll see you next time on rapture prep podcast
1: absolutely thanks for having me